the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt is sponsored by the Marquardt Law Firm and does not attempt to solve your individual legal problems upon the basis of information contained herein. Instead, contact an attorney to discuss the specific facts and circumstances of your unique situation. The views and opinions of this program do not reflect the views of the Salem Media Group. It's time for Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt. Todd Marquardt, attorney at law in Texas. If you're a millionaire or a thousandaire, Talk Law Radio is now on the air. Call in with your business law question, your elder law question. Veteran aid, Medicaid, build a business to get paid. 210-308-8867. Or ask a question online at marquardtlawfirm.com. That's M-A-R-Q-U-A-R-D-T, lawfirm.com. And now, it's Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt. Welcome to Talk Law Radio. I'm Todd Marquardt here on 930 AM The Answer. Podcasts everywhere, Facebook, YouTube, and www.talklawradio.com. Today is our very special Sunday show at 430 in the afternoon. And you've probably already listened to the special income tax episode on Saturday, January 27th with Hector Signs. If you missed that episode, be sure to look for it in podcast or on talklawradio.com. Also featured on YouTube. If you watch videos on YouTube, you can also watch Talk Law Radio. Just go to YouTube Find the magnifying glass, search button, type in Talk Law Radio, and look over the search results. Look for Lady Justice in the red, white, and blue colors, and click subscribe. If you want to be notified every time a new video is dropped, you can also click the bell, and you'll get a notification on your smartphone. Today we're going to be talking about a court case. We're going to take a deep dive in the court case, National Small Business Association versus Yellen, which is a, a lawsuit that centers on the Corporate Transparency Act and the regulation that targets small businesses and forces them to uh, enter data about beneficial owners. So that's going to be important for you to know if you have an LLC or a corporation or a family limited partnership. This court case has not been reported in mainstream media, so I'm going to talk about it and hopefully we'll learn some hidden legal issue blind spots. The plaintiffs are an Ohio-based advocacy group, that's the National Small Business Association, and also an individual business owner residing in Huntsville, Alabama. His name is Winkles, and 
He is the beneficial owner of an Alabama property management company, and they're challenging the constitutionality of the Corporate Transparency Act. They say that the, the Corporate Transparency Act exceeds Congress's authority under the Commerce Clause and violates the rights protected by the First, Fourth, Fifth, Ninth, and Tenth Amendments to the Constitution. Something new and exciting going on for Talk Law Radio is that we're now airing on AM 630 The Word on Saturdays at 11 o'clock in the morning as well as 9.30 a.m. The Answer at the same time, simultaneously. And of course, we're also on 9.30 a.m. The Answer at 4.30 in the afternoon on Sundays. If you haven't heard about the Corporate Transparency Act yet, I'm going to give you a, a rundown, a summary of sorts. Um, if you'd like to know more, I'm going to be holding an educational seminar to generate public awareness about this new regulation that targets small businesses. The workshop date is February 7th, 2024 at 6.30 p.m. We'll have light appetizers and refreshments at the Education Service Center Region 20 at 1314 Hines. San Antonio, Texas, 78208. The new law called Corporate Transparency Act is shaking up the landscape for business ownership in the United States, particularly for smaller entities. The act was passed in 2021, uh, but its effective date was January 1st, 2024, and it requires certain businesses to disclose sensitive information about their owners and structure to the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network, which is a Department of the Treasury. What you need to know is that this Corporate Transparency Act applies to corporations, limited liability companies, any business entity that you file with the Secretary of State or similar department. Uh, These companies must report information such as their legal name, address, tax ID, and assumed names. And they report their beneficial owners or those who have substantial control over the business. And that would be if you hold more than 25% or if you hold 25% or more ownership or exert significant control. And that's the part that's sort of hard to define is what does significant control mean? If you're one of those people, you have to disclose your full name, date of birth, address, and unique identification number. That's just a fancy way of saying your Social Security number. Um, There are ways for you to get a different number, a FinCEN number. That's the Financial Center for for uh, enforcing um, financial crimes. So this applies to old entities before January 1st, 2024, and new entities after January 1st, 2024. There are exceptions that exist. Not all businesses are caught. Call an attorney and ask if your business is applicable or not, or or whether you're exempt. So why are they requiring this? Why did uh, Congress pass this? 
And the answer is they claim that this will help them combat financial crimes like money laundering and financing terrorism by making it harder for bad actors to hide behind opaque business structures. This increased transparency empowers law enforcement and investigators to track down illicit activity. Okay. If you'd like more information, you can uh, go to talklawradio.com because I did already talk about this. Uh, Go to YouTube. You can find the YouTube videos there. The reason I'm talking about it again is because of this court case that the Small Business Administration filed against Yellen. So the, the lawsuit was filed on November 15th, 2022, and the plaintiff, National Small Business uh, United, doing business as the National Small Business Association, and Isaac Winkles, he was a individual plaintiff, So a lot of times in these uh, constitutional cases, there will be an association that files and an individual that files, and the government has responded that neither have standing. Standing is what allows you to have legitimacy in filing a lawsuit against somebody else. So we'll have to wait and see what the outcome of that challenge is. They're challenging the reporting requirements, like I just talked about. They don't want to provide their uh, sensitive information. I I spoke to somebody earlier this week, and she asked, um, how much would it cost to dissolve my business entity because I don't want to file? And uh, I didn't answer the question because she'd have to file anyway, even if she dissolves her entity. So... I told her that, and she wasn't interested in doing that anymore. According to the plaintiffs, the members include numerous reporting companies owned or operated by U.S. persons who object to the reporting requirements, like I talked about. Well, let's get into some of the arguments that make this uh, allegedly unconstitutional. One is the Enumerated Powers Act, or it's actually in the Constitution of the United States in Article 1, Section 8. Our Constitution's unique because uh, we tell the federal government exactly what they can do, and if it's not on that list, then the government needs to lay off, to stay out of it. Those are powers reserved to the people and the states, respectively. We'll get to those amendments in just a moment. The argument is that the Constitution does not vest the federal government, including Congress and the Treasury Department, with any authority to dictate to the states the terms under which they charter companies. And there was a very old court case where that was discussed. If you're interested further, Trustees of Dartmouth College versus Woodward, that was an 1819 case have to look that up just for fun, right? One of the enumerated powers of Congress, and perhaps the most heavily used of those powers in recent decades, is the power to regulate foreign, interstate, or Indian commerce. Congress also can wield its taxing power to tax income earned by individuals through corporate entities, as it does through federal income taxes on corporations. 
So the plaintiffs are describing some ways that uh, Congress does have authority, uh, but it doesn't include this one to force businesses to register or file something or report information to the federal government. Another argument is privacy, that it violates our privacy. The plaintiffs argue that privacy is often a key motivation in state entity formation. No state has chosen to require the extent of disclosure of beneficial ownership and applicant information upon filing that the Corporate Transparency Act mandates. No state, for instance, appears to require birth dates and personal identification numbers. The plaintiffs argue that these requirements violate the expectation of privacy by compelling disclosure of information that would otherwise be protected by the Fourth Amendment, the Fifth Amendment, and the Ninth Amendment. By requiring under threat of criminal penalty, reporting companies must provide this sensitive information for law enforcement purposes in the absence of specific prior evidence of wrongdoing. So I like to compare this to the rights that we have under the Fourth Amendment to be free from unreasonable search and seizure. There was a famous court case, Terry versus Ohio, that is the law of stop and frisk. That court case made the police stop <laughs> to, to, to stop stopping people and frisking them even though there was no reasonable suspicion that they had committed any crime. So you compare it with these businesses that are not under suspicion of doing anything wrong and the government is forcing them to report sensitive information even though they're law-abiding businesses and citizens that are running those businesses. I think that that would have been a better argument, and that's not in here. So um, tell them you heard it here on Talk Law Radio, Todd Marquardt, the extraordinaire. Another argument is the, the Ninth and Tenth Amendment, which is what I said just a moment ago about the, the people having most of the rights, everything that isn't enumerated to the federal government. But the uh, opposition, Yellen and company, says that the CTA does not violate the Tenth Amendment because the Corporate Transparency Act constitutes a permissible exercise of Congress's constitutional powers. It's just a reporting requirement on entities that have availed themselves of state incorporation laws and does not dictate that the statute encroaches on state's authority. And if it did, I think the proper plaintiff would be a state. And uh, to date, no states have filed. And something else that's interesting about this law is that it was passed when Donald J. Trump was president. He vetoed it, and the Congress and the Senate overrode his veto. I'm not sure what that story was, um, but it's worth investigating if you're interested. Okay, there's another argument that the Corporate Transparency Act unlawfully encroaches on states' regulation of the internal structuring of corporate entities. So that was something that 
the states could regulate, but it traditionally hasn't been part of the, the federal government. Plaintiffs also point out that uh, relevant federal, state, and tribal agencies, as determined by the Secretary of Treasury, shall, to the extent practicable, practicable and consistent with applicable legal protection, protections, cooperate with and provide information requested by f- the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network for purposes of maintaining an accurate, complete, and highly useful database for beneficial ownership information. This is exactly why gun owners don't want to be on a national registry list. Um, But here, the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network is building a database of business owners, and we can only dream of what the federal government might use that data for. Just being on the list makes me somewhat fearful of what it could be used for. Okay, let's look at something else. Oh, another argument is that this violates the the state's retained sovereignty. So we, we kind of have two sovereigns. We have the federal government as a sovereign, meaning that they make their own rules, and the states are sovereign. They make their own rules. And uh, if you... Think back to United States history. Before we were the United States, we were the Confederate States. And there was uh, some problems because the, the states were too sovereign. There wasn't very much cooperation. And uh, it was felt like that it, the states needed a federal government to add some cohesiveness. So here's more about the Fourth Amendment. Remember I said Fourth Amendment is freedom from unreasonable search and seizure. Here, the Fourth Amendment claim, well, this is the response from the government, fails if a plaintiff lacks an actual expectation of privacy. So it's part of privacy. And they say beneficial owners and applicants have no privacy rights and the records of reporting companies containing such information as their names, dates of birth, and addresses. And there was an 11th Circuit Court of Appeals that wrote an opinion about that. It says, Further plaintiffs here have failed to establish a subjective expectation of privacy concerning the information to be reported. The National Small Business Association does not allege that it is subject to the reporting requirements, let alone that it seeks to conceal that information from the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network. So that's a hint about what the small business or National Small Business Administration should have argued. Also, Mr. Winkles can hardly claim Mr. Winkles was the other plaintiff, Isaac Winkles, business owner in Alabama, can hardly claim that he has exhibited an actual expectation of privacy in this information, particularly insofar as he has already disclosed it publicly. Other than describing the information required to be reported under the Corporate Transparency Act as sensitive, quote-unquote, plaintiffs do not identify a single beneficial owner or applicant who can claim a subjective expectation of privacy. 
nor is any expectation of privacy in this information objectively reasonable. The lack of any legitimate expectation of privacy concerning the information was assumed by Congress in enacting the Corporate Transparency Act. You remember way back when, back in the olden days, your Social Security card said that uh, your Social Security number is not to be used as uh, identification. Well, now they're forcing us to uh, report it to the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network. Now, you can get a different FinCEN number, but in order to get that number, you have to give them your Social Security number. And you have to take a picture of your driver's license or your passport, and then they have that on file too. So that that doesn't make me very happy. And usually I don't give an opinion when I'm talking about court cases or the news or whatever, but I feel like it's reducing my freedom and liberty. And I want to hold on to that as long as I can so that I don't end up in a country that treats me like uh, I work for the government and not the other way around. Also argued was uh, the Fifth Amendment that this Corporate Transparency Act violates the Fifth Amendment. And the first Fifth Amendment challenge is that it violates our our freedom to be free of self-incrimination. You see in the movies all the time where somebody says, I plead the Fifth, I'm not going to answer that question. Well, this is the challenge that's been made by the National Small Business Association. And the response is plaintiff self Incrimination theory is flawed. There is no allegation in the complaint that any report which a reporting company was required to make would contain information incriminating. This is a clue that Small Business Administration or National Small Business Association needs to find an actual criminal (laughs) to join in the lawsuit so that the criminal can plead the fifth. Okay, any individual seeking to invoke successfully his Fifth Amendment privilege must be faced with substantial hazards of self-incrimination. Plaintiffs do not identify any proceeding implicating the right against self-incrimination and can only speculate about such proceedings occurring in the future. So, too, the CTA, Corporate Transparency Act, should be upheld as it is a legitimate reporting requirement that mandates disclosure regardless of an entity's purpose and does not require the reporting of information that would necessarily be criminal. There was also a First Amendment challenge, and here it is. The Corporate Transparency Act compels entities and individuals to publicly reveal their associations to the federal government, which may in turn transmit that information upon request to federal and state law enforcement agencies, courts and prosecutors, foreign governments and law enforcement authorities, financial institutions, and various federal regulators and regulatory agencies. The plaintiffs argue this forced disclosure will also deter such persons from exercising their rights of free speech and association and dissuade others from joining or assuming leadership positions in the entities and thus arguably becoming beneficial owners. The response 
about this compelled speech is uh, the doctrine applies where the government compels an individual to publicly convey an ideological message. Here, by contrast, the requested information is not for publication, nor is it a matter of considerable controversy, such as compelling political, ideological, or religious speech. Plaintiffs also cannot show that the disclosure requirement interferes with any message that they want to convey. Moreover, given the law enforcement, national security, and foreign policy objectives, the reporting of such information is essential to the maintenance of effective government and orderly society. Couldn't the government argue that about anything that they want us to do? Just under this broad, quote, essential to the maintenance of effective government and orderly society? I don't buy it. Okay. The other Fifth Amendment challenge was that it violated due process. And let's see, the the Fifth Amendment due process, uh, because it was too vague. Um, but the government said, it's really not that vague. We have def- defined terms. We have regulations. I'm not going to read directly from that because I'm running out of time. So what did you learn today? If you have an LLC or a family limited partnership or a corporation, you need to ask about this. You need to look this up. You need to do your research or hire an attorney. Uh, You can also go to the Department of the Treasury Financial Crimes Enforcement Network website. They do have information on that site if you want to take the time. Most of the people that have been calling me just want me to tell them whether they need to uh, report their information or not. And so that's all the time I have for today. Thank you for listening. Tune in on Facebook, YouTube, and TalkLawRadio.com. Also, uh, ask your friends to search for TalkLaw Radio on YouTube and click the subscribe button. That'll really help me out. Thanks. I'll talk to you later. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.